With the dub of One Piece Stampede dropping this week, I thought it would be a good time to have Matt Crawford, also known as Teching101, back on the show. If you don't know him, he's a YouTuber who produces a ton of fun content on One Piece and other anime slash manga with his overlord, Barry the Brick. A few months ago, he came onto the show to discuss the One Piece movies with me leading up to Stampede, and now that it's been out for a little while, we thought we'd have him back on the show to discuss Stampede itself. This will be a spoiler-filled discussion, so if you haven't watched the movie, you may want to go ahead and shut this off until you have had a chance to watch For those of you still here, let's get into it. Yeah, by the time they need human contact, I'm that, about to die. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Yeah, that's I, like, I've wow. got like a, a volleyball that I've painted a face on, like, Wilson! Wilson, Wilson, I need to talk to you. I have a brick that I did that to. <laughs> yes. I yeah. Like Barry. Whenever, <laughs> whenever I start talking to Barry, like without making a video, that's when you know I have to start. Like, okay, I need, <laughs> I need other human contact. I'm gonna leave now. That's yeah. that's got to be pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you include him in on your uh, your D and D games for that? Oh God, I should try that one time. I should just bring him and just put him on the table and be like, "All right, guys, I brought a new player." <laughs> And just no. gauge their reaction to me. Yeah. No, say that he's going to be the DM and just like look at him when you ask him questions. Oh, Barry's a great DM. He he's he's very fair and balanced. Yes. Um, speaking of your uh, other recurring character, how are you still on? Uh, is it Order of the Phoenix you're on now? Yeah, that right. Yeah, I'm on Order of the Phoenix. So um, earlier this last week, I ended up slicing my finger on a kitchen knife. And, uh, my, yeah, it was like bleeding a lot. So we had to go to the doctor so he could like glue that up for me. And I, I was like, kind of didn't read it over the weekend. So I just started getting back into it the last week. Um, I'm like 300 pages in and it's like an 800, it's, 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 I'm getting there. It's like an 800 page book, but if I could just get through order, then the sixth book is not that long at all. It's like shorter than Goblet. And then the set, the seventh is like the same length. So I'm almost done. And I'm really proud of myself because I'm like, I've always wanted to read Harry Potter I'm doing it now. I thought this was going to take me all year, but at the rate I'm going, I should probably get all of them done by March at the yeah. end of March if I'm lucky. Yeah, that's, that's not bad at all. Um, yeah, I was. Uh, so I wrote a book recently and I put it on Ooh, cool. uh, Amazon. So uh, I was looking at it like I felt like it was a super long book because for a first book, when you're trying to sell one to like an actual publisher instead of Amazon, who just like will let you throw literally anything on their store. Like oh, so want... they're like Netflix. Gotcha. <laughs> exactly. You You want something that's a little shorter. And I was looking at the word count like, man, this is ridiculously long. And then I started comparing it to the Harry Potter books. And I'm like, oh, this is only a little bit longer than Prisoner of Azkaban. That's not too bad. I thought this was in, like, Order of the Phoenix territory. Yeah, because so. I literally, like, I remember being a kid and I used to think that the books were long. But, like, I read the first book in, like, a day. Like, less yeah. than a day. Like, you can. It's not hard. I mean, to be fair, yeah. like, when you're a kid, like, reading those books that are that size on your own is really kind of a big it, deal. It's, it's daunting. Like, I remember when, uh, so I did, we had, like, an audio cassette. Not audiobooks weren't a thing yet, but we had mm-hmm. audio cassettes back when I was in elementary school. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of my teachers uh, played us, like, the first four Harry Potter books. And nice. then I was up to Goblet, and I really, I was really enjoying the story. Then the fifth one came out, and I remember seeing Order of the Phoenix in the library at school and thinking it was the longest book that had ever been written by human beings. I remember and, picking um, that book up and just being like, what is this monstrosity? Th- there was, I was scared to read it. There was a kid named Arjun in our class who loved Harry Potter, and he was like a really smart kid, mm-hmm. and he read it like quick, like in a couple of days, and I'm like, what are you? <laughs> you know, I'm just like, but he he loved the series, and now I'm like, okay. Here, here we are. Like, I think it's been like 15 years since Order of the Phoenix came out, but I'm finally caught up to you, Arjun, from like fourth grade. You nice. know, very yeah. nice. 
speaking of Harry Potter, uh, my, my wife listens to those books like on loop. And I don't mean like she listens to them once or twice a year. I mean, she literally goes back and forth <laughs> over and over in the series. Like oh my it's, God. Sort of her, it's sort of her background noise. And it also helps our kids sleep because it has a constant kind of tone to it. Yeah, we um, all need we all need background noise. Who who's, um, reads them? Oh, I don't know his name, but he's really he, good. He's got like is he, a... Is he British? Yes, he's definitely Oh, okay. British. All right, all right <laughs> okay. Then, yeah, that's what... You just have to have constant British accent in the background, and then, yeah, yes. that, that calms people down. I can see it's, that, yeah. It's largely very soothing, except there's this one scene in the seventh book, and I won't tell you too much about it since you're not there, but there's a lot of screaming in it, and somehow, like, just the timing of where that scene is in the book, <laughs> every time that I go to bed, because I usually go to bed after my wife, I will come in, and that scene will be playing through, and I'll just have to <laughs> listen to it every single night, it feels like, and it drives me insane. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny i mean uh, hey it, it could be worse it could be like the harry potter books read in like german or something it'd be like harry nine you know just because because german german always sounds like a lot more like there's even a video about this that i love where they compare english french words to german words and yes. yeah and there's like spanish in there too and it's like ambulance and it's like ambulance ambulanza and in german it's like krankenwagen <laughs> like i'm like yes. it always sounds so angry <laughs> i would not want to go into a krankenwagen that sounds incredibly painful it sounds like it like if you're reading a fantasy book that feels like a goblin is going to be the one that rolls up and he's got like a bone saw yeah. in his hand and i'm like i'll get that paper cut for you fix it right up yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, he just points to like a torture chamber with a bunch of spikes and chains to like could secure you, and he's like, "All right, <laughs> sit down." <laughs> and then he just puts on a nice little band aid, puts a little uh, neosporin yeah. on it first. All right, you're good to go. <laughs> yeah. Uh so uh, I I don't know about you, but like I I wanted to to make sure I watched Stampede before I did this. And yeah. um, the thing the thing about that is that I uh, I, I did not have a uh, legitimate means to watch it through because obviously the, the they, dub isn't out. And so. Right. They didn't uh, they didn't release it in Nashville. That's a big city. I figured they would oh, have it there. I saw it. I saw it back when it first came out. Definitely. Oh, OK. Right, but I meant right, like right. right before this. So I meant like today. Um, um, I think I know of a website that does have it now. I think I know of a few actually, but you so know, maybe the ones yeah. that I I tried were were Nine Anime and Kiss Anime. Like those are my two. Like, oh, K I'll Kiss try Anime those. doesn't have it. I was surprised Kiss Anime doesn't have it. Oh, they have it, but this is the problem. the The subtitles don't start until I think it's four minutes in, and oh. the subtitles that they have are it okay so there's it's like the thing where they've got the chinese subtitles and then the like english subtitles like pasted over that but it feels like someone copied those uh those those chinese subtitles put them in google translate and then just used that okay so to be fair i mean that sucks but to be fair it is a bitch to get subtitles on have you ever actually tried to add subtitles to a movie before i have not it does sound horrifying I, i've i've had to do it once okay there was a girl i went to university with and I, I had a thing for her, and she was like, I really want to listen to this Beauty and the Beast movie in French. And I'm like, oh, we'll just download it. And she's like, you don't understand. It doesn't have English subtitles. Like, oh, I could find it. And she's like, no, you can't. I'm like, ah, ha, ha, a challenge, <laughs> a challenge, madame. Okay. So I went home. I spent all of the night looking for this French Beauty and the Beast movie, downloaded it, got a virus from the download, had to fix that, then had to find a a subtitle track that was actually accurate because there were like five that were horribly mistranslated <laughs> then i had to read up and figure out how to add the 
like subtitles to the movie. This took me like 10 hours to figure out. Um, finally, <laughs> after so much pain and strife, I burned it to a DVD. I had it. I went back to college like the next day and I'm like, oh, I have this movie for you. And she's like, oh, thanks. And I just, she just take it and put it in her bag and that was it. Oh, that's <laughs> the worst. Don't you hate no. when like you try to do something like super cool and in your head it's like, this is going to be a super romantic, cool thing. This is going to be the thing we tell our kids about in the future. Oh my and then God. It's just like, oh, cool. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, again. well, I didn't like, uh, by the way, this took me 10 hours of so much annoyance and strife. And I just gave it. It's like, oh, yeah, I just I tried to play it off cash, you know, like, oh, yeah, <laughs> right. I, I, f I found that movie last night, burned it to a disc. Not a big deal. Here you go. You know, <laughs> to be Out fair, though. Outer to be fair, is though, like, yeah, no, this is no big deal. Inner teching is like, please, please see the effort I went to. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, to be fair, though, I do still have the movie saved on my computer, and it's actually a pretty decent movie. I do watch it every now and then. It's a very, it, it, it looks really, because I never watched the Disney Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Um, yeah, I never saw the Disney film. This was like a live action version. It's really good, though. Yeah. Huh, okay. Yeah. I I have I have seen it for sure, but my I have a friend of mine who I've known like my entire life, and she always makes fun of me for having been scared of Beauty and the Beast since I was a little kid. Apparently, Aww. it like terrified me way back then, and I just have never gotten around to rewatching it. And so I wonder if it's like because the the movie that I do remember that scared the crap out of me was uh, the ending of The Great Mouse Detective. Have you seen that one? No, but my friend Chris loves it. He loves like a lot of Disney movies, and I I have to watch that at some point. Yeah, it it's a really good movie, and I really like it. We need to do it for for our main podcast at some point. But the thing about that movie is that towards the end, the the villain is this like big hulking rat, and he goes from being this like somewhat suave debonair type character to really going like full on berserk crazy. Y yeah, isn't <laughs> his name uh, uh, Radigan? Isn't Radigan. that his name? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and the the main character is Basil of Baker Street. Oh my god, I need to watch this movie now. It's so good. It's so good cuz there's I love this one part in the movie where like in the like he's playing his his fiddle cuz that's what, you know, Sherlock Holmes does. But then yeah, like you yeah. zoom out and you see like from the the outside room that Sherlock is also playing his his fiddle and it's just it's great. I love that movie is so it, much. Okay, so it's basically Sherlock Holmes but with mice. Yes, that's exactly uh, what it is. Oh, okay. I didn't know that, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. it's yeah. <laughs> I, there, there's a there's a huge back catalog of Disney films that I have not watched. Like, um, I never saw Pocahontas all the way through, or Aladdin, or Beauty and the Beast, or Hunchback of Notre Dame. Like, yeah, I don't think I've seen Hunchback all the way through, and I yeah. I know I at one point did see Pocahontas because I think we went to see that maybe in the theaters when it came out. That might have been I, a thing that happened. I only got but... to see it when I was in high school. We had a Spanish class, and every now and then, as like a break from lessons, she would put on a Spanish Disney movie, and that's all I've seen: Pocahontas in Spanish and uh, uh, huh. what that was would it? Be a Al Aladdin experience. in Spanish. It was, yeah. I mean, it, it, you can read. I mean, I'm I'm used to even watching anime at that point in my life, so I'm used to subtitles. So right. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll have to figure out a way to, to teach my son to read quicker so he can watch subtitle anime with me. <laughs> yeah, or hey, if how old is your kid? You could just teach him Japanese because he can learn quicker if he's younger. <laughs> he's uh, he's only one and a half, so that's that's still a viable oh, that's, this is perfect. This is yeah. perfect. Yeah, <laughs> I just have to also learn Japanese first. <laughs> I I've been trying to. I mean, I have all of the books, and I've been doing it for about a year now. Actually, almost exactly. I started like in early March of last year. And in the progress I've
I've made in a year. It's it's definitely there, but you know, it's just a certain point where it's like I need to have someone to actually talk to in Japanese and like exactly. a mentor, uh, or or go to the country and live there for a couple of weeks or months because otherwise, I'm there's like a there's a barrier you're gonna hit just trying to teach yourself. Right. Um, yeah. That's yeah. that's what I've experienced too because I took it in like college and uh, I tried to, I've tried using like the apps to like learn it that way and yeah. it just has not worked out well for me. But I'm also I, I really mean, bad at languages, so. I can write in the alpha, in like katakana and hiragana, and I know like a fair amount of kanji, but mm-hmm. you know, there's yeah, just a just, limit. Yeah. yeah, there's so many. It's crazy. Yeah, there's like over 2,000. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we should probably actually do some yeah, talk yeah, about we can, Stampede. Yeah, we, <laughs> we could get Stampede. That's a good translation. That's a good transition. Yeah, okay. for sure. Um, so what is your favorite part of this movie? Because I have a, a, a very like definite favorite myself. Um, oh man, there's a few, uh, the, the one moment that really stood out to me, cause I haven't seen it since I saw it in the theater back in October, mm-hmm. but the scene just where everybody, like you have Crocodile, Sabo, Luffy, and they're all just like, all right, we're together now. We're going to be like the crack team that is going to defeat, you know, a bullet. Mm-hmm. And they all work together just because it's such an interesting crew of people you don't usually get to see, you know? That is a really epic moment, for sure. Crocodile's back again after so long. Sabo's there. Law, of course. Luffy's there. Hancock and Luffy are fighting together, and she's, like, fangirling out the entire time. That... Hancock just leaving that massive kick to the damn yes, kaiju. I was that moment, that up. <laughs> it's not my like absolute favorite, but that's probably the biggest like what the fuck moment when I was watching it in theaters. For sure, because you know? I yeah. did like I did not put Hancock nearly on that level. I was no like, no way, she's, like she's okay, but she's only got that like love, love fruit, and she really like, just uses that a lot. Yeah, to, yeah. To like if I was it. gonna put her, if I was gonna put her in a category, I'm like, okay, she's a warlord. She's obviously strong. If she can turn anything she wants into stone, like she could turn the pacifistas into stone. Right. So I figured, all right, that's a pretty useful ability. I did not take her to be like a physical brawler kind of like like physically strong fighter. For you sure. Know? Like she does that kick, and that does almost more damage than Luffy ever does in that. God damn, yeah. It just levels that now it can heal right away, but it dents the damn thing. Like she basically <laughs> kicks a mountain apart. It's insane. Yes. It yeah. is awesome. I really like that. I like that moment where she's like, you didn't just hit him once. You hit him twice. Ah! Like, yeah, like, I, like that streak across the battlefield is just like, wow. Okay. Um, uh, something else that really uh, brings to mind is like Bucky's antics throughout the movie. That, that <laughs> yes. was something else that I just love to cut back to his comic relief constantly. Like that scene with Lucci and him. It was great. Yes. You know? I, re- I really like that. Uh, that like big sheet thing he's got going on in this movie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where, where you're like, he's just using that to seem incredibly huge. And then at, by the end, he's just like tiny and pathetic, <laughs> but, but I, law still like brings him up into the like whole final attack thing. <laughs> I, I love the uh, the sheet thing because if you actually think about this, let's say you're an outsider that doesn't know about Buggy's ability and you're really strong, like way stronger than Buggy. Let's say you release an attack and you break through the sheet, but he's, it doesn't hurt him because it's not his body. You can imagine that person being like, oh my God, I blasted his stomach apart and he's still alive. He's so <laughs> he strong. He doesn't even look injured. He doesn't, he doesn't even look, even look comfortable. He's, he's not bleeding at all. He's invincible. <laughs> and then it'll cut into Buggy's head and he's like, oh God, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I love Buggy. He's so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
My my favorite part is it's got to yes. be the part where Bullet is he's first shown up and he and Luffy do their Conqueror's Hockey standoff. And oh what God! I love yeah. About that is that they chose specifically to make mm-hmm. bullets significantly larger than Luffy's, and I feel yes. like in a in a lesser movie they would be like perfectly equal and and all that because to to show that you know they're Luffy's not the underdog in this fight, but no, Luffy is a hundred percent the underdog. Oh God, in this no! Fight. They they hammer it in very. It's kind of like I, I've compared Bullet to Broly a lot, like the original Broly yes. movie, because it's just like he 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 doesn't have much personality in that way. He's just like I'm a big strong guy that's ridiculously powerful, but that's one thing I'm really good at is I'm ridiculously powerful yes so um yeah and I love that I love the aesthetic of using blue for his hockey and then red for it because it like clashes that way like constantly yeah. in the movie the yeah. blue and red I love that too that that whole fight scene is fantastic and I I love the fact that they're like yeah this guy's as strong as Silver's Rayleigh because we're going back to like uh yes. Boa Hancock and how strong we like thought she was and how strong she apparently actually is I was like yeah. wait are you telling me that post time skip Silver's Rayleigh could just take the entire worst generation on his own and no difficulty beat them all you know what that was probably the biggest moment in the movie that was like uh like a like a like a surprise from what I was in like thinking was going to go into it like let me put it this way like i knew from all the trailers like okay all the supernovas are going to be in this and i'm like awesome that's great so i had this image of like okay so bullet's going to show up and all the supernovas are going to fight him and that's how the climax of the movie is going to go like i had that image in my head and then you show up and it's like no it's like the the first encounter with bullet is all of the supernovas fighting against him and them all getting just decimated and i'm like oh that's how we're doing this okay it's wow I love it so much just because and, and, like and, it does such a good job of setting the tone of the entire fight it and does. building him up. Like Bullet beats the crap out of like they all fight individually like they try doing it on their own and they all fail. Like like Killer and Kid work together cuz they're on the same crew and stuff. So they all get decimated. And then okay, it's like all right, well let's try working together to take him down. Like no, that still doesn't work, you know. <laughs> yes. And I love that like they have Luffy go into Snake Man and use yes! every attack that he used on Katakuri to beat him. And Bullet is like, "Eh, that was okay. I'm I'm impressed with that. Good job." Yeah, kid. all he managed to do I think in that encounter was blast off his clothes and like all right well uh-huh. you got i i miss bullet's jacket was pretty cool i could see why he'd be pretty pissed about losing it you know oh, yeah <laughs> but also to be fair like if i could go into a fight and lose my jacket and still look that jacked i would do that <laughs> purposely on every fight it would be like oh he's not hitting me enough to destroy my shirt here let me secretly to set it on fire so it'll go away yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. i gotta i gotta show off my guns my prison sculpted <laughs> abs by the way i was just I was just rewatching an Impel Down like episode a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm sitting there like when Luffy gets into level six uh, to rescue Ace with Ivankov and everybody, and I'm thinking, "Wow, Bullet's just hanging out in the background while all this is going on, huh?" <laughs> I really wish that like there was some way they could have known that he would be in there, just so that they could include him in the background, just so that it's a little tiny piece of that. They've uh, they they've done that a few times. They did that with an OVA too, with 3D2Y. There was a guy named yeah, Burn D World was also yeah. in level six. So yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I my my I love that movie in, or OVA in particular just because I think that Luffy's outfit in that movie is just oh I awesome. love it yeah it's great I have a thing for hoods though so that's probably yeah a part of hoods it. are pretty cool <laughs> Kingdom Hearts damaged me that way mm, I never got I missed the Kingdom Hearts like train like I should have I would have loved it playing it when I was a kid but I just never did and every time I try to sit down and play the game I just I can't finish it I don't get it 
you know, I, I cannot recommend it now because the first two games were, were really good at the time. And then the yeah. third one just recently came out. Well, the third, even though there's been like I bought it. Yeah, I bought them. it to try to get into it and I didn't make it that far. I don't blame you. It's awful. <laughs> like it's one oh, of oh, the okay. worst worst stories I've ever seen. Um, the best part of it though is if you get to the the frozen world, they yeah. full on do the entire song of Let It Go in the thing. I, it's just sort of like no one acknowledges it in any way, and it's just like, okay, that happened. Let's get back to fighting these heartless. Yeah, I was. Um, I, I'll be honest with you. The whole reason I bought Kingdom Hearts three is because I, I heard there was a Frozen level, and I love Frozen. And um, <laughs> I was even. I, and I never watched Frozen two. I was in Walmart earlier today, and I saw Frozen two. It's like it's out on DVD. And I'm like, oh, cool. Maybe I can rent it tonight. So we'll. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll see if I can get that, and I'll watch Frozen two after this is over. <laughs> <laughs> I need to actually but, watch Frozen because I've I've heard a lot about it, and I've never just oh, it's sat great. down and let's do it. I actually like there's a cover of Let It Go that I have on my iPod that I listen or iPod my iPhone I guess. Yeah. Um, but I listen that I listen to consistently, but I've never actually sat down and watched the movie. Oh, it's it's fantastic. Okay, all right, all right. Back to the back to Stumpedo. <laughs> right. What uh, oh god. Oh, I'm gonna get. Oh, that, that's my tangent. I have a tangent counter. I'm allowed three tangents for every interview that I do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? We're probably gonna have to bump that to five. But we'll. we'll oh, probably. We'll probably. We'll see where it goes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just that that whole giant fight where he he just decimates all because it's it's one thing to like walk in and win against 11 or whatever opponents it's another thing to do it and just be like okay i've beaten you all into the ground now i'm going to pull out my real powers yeah but i'll I'll be honest with you like it's really cool what he can do with his gasket fruit but like half the time in the movie are you just sitting there wondering like okay he's just kind of in the background hovering as a giant kaiju just like not doing anything (laughs) Like yes. he's just he's just he's just kind of waiting for something to happen. You know? Yeah, there's there's big chunks of it where like, OK, a lot has happened in terms of time. Is he just still? oh, yep, there he is in the background just hanging out. Chilling. Yeah, now he's like he's waiting. He's basically waiting to stress test his power, like bring on the buster call. I can take it. You know, <laughs> so he's like waiting. All right. It's, it's going to be about 20 minutes. Oh, um, OK. Uh, All right, I can hang out back here. I'm good. <laughs> it's a good thing that my hockey doesn't work like Luffy's, because that would be a problem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you've got that like weird, weird guy that is promoting the entire thing, just monologuing yeah, through bu- the entire Bueno thing. Festa, Bueno Festa. <laughs> and, that character, and he... I remember. I liked him a lot in the in the when I saw this in theaters, but watching yeah. it this time with the bad subtitles, I was like, "What is this guy talking about?" He does not do much of anything. He's basically he's like the mastermind, but then you find out like Sabo, like the Revolutionary Army was looking for him, but you don't right. really find out much more about him. He was just the master. The villains are at, it's it's kind of disappointing because the villains in this movie, in terms of like their background and their personality, they're kind of bland. Um, I think that um, I think that Bullet has enough of one that it's fun because yeah, like, he, he takes no. that Broly trope and and does enough with it to make it work. Because like Broly, that it's got a lot of fun fight scenes. And at the time, like when you're watching it, probably set to a Linkin Park song when you're 13, it's like, yeah, this is the greatest thing ever. But you watch crawling it, in <laughs> my skin. Yep. Uh, that, that was that was, well, that was actually from a dra- yeah, that was from a Dragon Ball uh, AMV that I remember watching when I was like in high school. Yeah, <laughs> my the one that always comes to mind is a specific Vegeta one that's set to in the end that always just is what I think of when I think of AMVs um yeah yeah but like yeah but like Broly he he is just kind of there and he beats the shit out of everyone and he's a dick and then Goku one punch mans him and that's yes. the whole the whole thing 
Um, yeah. I like in this one that they do a really good job of like giving him a specific personality of like, no, this is a pride thing where I want to be the strongest person in the world. And I really like the turn that they use uh, Usopp to to oh, yeah, get the yeah. last the last hits in on him. That that works so well because it gives Th- that- him a like full character arc. That was great. And there's a moment with Usopp I want to talk about later, but just just staying on the uh, subject of Bullet right now, something that probably would have helped a little bit is Oda gave him, he does have a backstory, and it's only hinted at in the movie. It's expanded upon more in, like, a Viva card or, like, a movie booklet or something. Like, he was this old when he, you know, became a super soldier to fight in this war, and he was, oh. like, 13 when he ended the war, and this is how old he was when he ate the fruit, and this is how old he was when he joined the crew for Roger. Like, it's given a lot more stuff in the background. I was expecting it to be worked into the movie, and it just never really is. I think... It's this hint, yeah. I think that the movie suffers from from like just being overstuffed. There's too many characters to mm-hmm. to really give it. You know, it needs like another full hour to give all the characters I, the time they need. They do because it's like I, I I felt that I really did because it's a 20th anniversary of the anime, so it's like a lot of stuff you have to celebrate and things. But a lot of times it's also like, okay, crocodile's here now. All right, but how and you, know, you want to see Crocodile like interact with everybody, and he right. doesn't really like he he shows up in front of Robin, and we're like, oh, okay, so we're gonna get a scene here, and it, it doesn't really go anywhere. He's just <laughs> no, like, he's hi, just like, hi, Miss All Sunday. It's like Crocodile, like that's my name, and that's pretty much all we get. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that disappoints me because there's there's also a lot of fights that I was really hoping where it would be longer and more definite because like Sanji versus Smoker, that's a cool fight. Like, yeah, that's like we haven't seen that before, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you know like. Like Zoro and Fujitora like clash for like yes! thirty seconds, and yes. then it's just like, oh, okay, um, you know, my time's up. I gotta go. Here's a meteor. Yeah, here's the meteor. It was, and then Zoro slices the meteor. So, oh, okay, cool. Well, no, no, no. Mihawk shows up and does it, right? Yeah, Mihawk. That's what does I love it. about it is Zoro does yeah. like his gigantic, super awesome, like mega attack that he used to beat. Um, oh, what's his Pika. name? Uh, Pika. Pika. Yeah. yeah, used to beat him, and then it doesn't like quite do enough, and then Mihawk just like one shots the entire thing, and Zoro just gives him a look like, man, what the hell? I love, I, I love that's like the only reason Mihawk's there. It's just like, wait, Shing. All right, I did my job. Where's my paycheck? <laughs> exactly. You know? <laughs> Don't get cocky, Zoro. I could still beat the living shit out of you with no trouble at all. <laughs> Mihawk slices meteors for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> that's his that's his training routine. <laughs> yes. Hey Fujitora, I need I need three meteors. Can you send them down? <laughs> I mean back when yeah, well yeah, Fujitora back when they were maybe members of the Warlords and stuff. Although no, he always hated the Warlords, so yeah, but Anyway, that's, that's another uh, thing I would be really curious. Like, that's something going forward that I really want to see is like, I want to see him interact with Mihawk specifically, because like, I can definitely see why he hates warlords like like Don yeah. Flamingo and Crocodile. Uh, Crocodile. And yeah, yeah, exactly. But like Mihawk just sort of chills. He doesn't really do anything. No, so. I, I, that's what I love about Mihawk. It's just like he just stays on his island and pretty much does nothing. Every now and then he'll go out and just like wander the seas and do whatever. But he's not like burning <laughs> towns down. You know, he's not like murdering people. I, like I mean, unless that, unless they piss him off first, you know. Right. I like to think that uh, that Don Krieg, like he just he just happened to run into Mihawk on his way to like get some milk, and Mihawk yeah. was like, "What? What do you? What do you do? Okay, I've got this tiny ship. Can you get your your giant fleet out of the way a bit, please?" Oh and no, you Don know Krieg. Krieg just runs you know. Him over. I blame Krieg 100% on that because you know Krieg was an asshole. You know Krieg was just like, "Get out of my way, you coffin ship piece of shit!" And you know Mihawk's like. <laughs> Are we doing okay? Your <laughs> do funeral, buddy, you, and just you know. Do, do you not know who I am? 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because Krieg had like 50 ships and Mihawk sank 49 of them. You know? Yeah. You know, he left the last one just to be like, all right, now go off and tell other people not to do this because it's a bad idea. And now I've spilled my milk and I have to go get more. And he still follows them and he's just like, I'm just killing time. Nothing really. <laughs> oh my I ordered God. a pizza and it's not quite ready yet. So, you know, I figured I'd just screw with I, you guys some more. I love I love Mihawk, though. But yeah, yeah, it's just like I would love to see him interact more. The fact that they sent Marines to his island to bring him in. And I'm just like, oh, you better have <laughs> you better have a couple admirals if you're really serious about this, because if you're not. That's the you're, thing you're... is like the with with the Shishibukai, I feel like they are at least like individually close to admiral level so like who are you going to send to get these guys that is a From, bad idea yeah, the the only i i said this in a video i was like okay if you want like like send one admiral for one of them like mihawk particularly because maybe not like but well buggy you know he's a warlord too but it's <laughs> right, like they, they can't get buggy yeah. they're just not even gonna try he has too much luck, you know, but it's just like, if you want to have a chance, you have to send an admiral. If you want to be absolutely certain you're going to bring a warlord in and like throw them into impel down, you got to send two admirals. You got to, yes. you know, make absolute like Kizuru Fujitora to bring in Mihawk. I could see Mihawk getting brought in, but it's like, yeah. Ooh, yeah, maybe. Even then I'm sort of like, maybe, you know, it's. Can that... Mihawk cut light? I guess he could. You know, Rayleigh I mean, could. I guess he could. Yeah. If anyone can, it's got to be him <laughs> yeah really you know who i'd like to see a fight between now that i'm thinking about that i want to see how mihawk would do against uh rayleigh because like oh yeah yeah that would be so cool if the he... only thing that oda might do if he ever does that is kind of like well rayleigh's older now so he's not in his prime but if he was in his prime he would win you know oh, maybe there's, like there's that. so many because yeah. i was listening to the to the video that you put up today that um oh yeah ryuma uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like and, and i was yeah. sitting there like who would win between ryuma and and mihawk that is a good yeah. question that was a question somebody asked me and i'm just like well you know i could see oda just doing like yeah ryuma was the strongest swordsman ever but it was 400 years ago we'll never hear from him or see from him again but he was the absolute strongest there you are know, a lot of those. Like, I think that that's part of what makes One Piece so good is that the the power levels feel so established and yeah. genuine. Like, it doesn't feel like someone is going to be like, "Well, yeah, but you know, I'm I've I've got my hollow side here now, and so I'm going to pull that on and and really boost me myself that way." Well, I've got my Bonkai, and it's got an extra level of Bonkai. So, like, you're yes, fun. yes. <laughs> it it feels like there's not going to be things in one piece where people just pull random power-ups out of their ass no it's like if they're gonna work with it they gotta train to get it like with the hockey and everything like even luffy's training like some people were complaining about like because a lot of luffy's training in ryuo was like off screen or it was just you know in the mm -hmm. prison and everything but it's like hey he trained for like a couple of weeks in this or days at least so right you know he'll, I, he'll get it yeah i'm i'm really hoping he sticks with the jacked luffy look from now on just because that looks so yeah i saw me. that yeah we'll cut back i don't know i i hope i actually the last time we saw saw everybody they were in that samurai armor i hope they keep that for a little while oh that would be you know, yeah 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 broken chopper and luffy in that samurai armor speaking of of what's going on uh i guess this yes. probably won't be spoilers at all by the time that if if you if this is spoilers to you by the time this comes out then like that's i think your problem but man odin's story was so good i loved oh. it I loved it. I, I love world building to a fault. Like, like honestly, if Oda's like, I'm planning a 30 chapter backstory for Odin, I'd be like, okay, I'm yep. game. <laughs> a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. I could see why people get tired of it because they want to see the main story. They want to get back to it. They want to see Kaido and all that shit. But it's like, nah, I'm cool with this because it expands the lore even more. I'm, I'm happy with this. For real. I mean, I would love this. Like you could do 30 chapters just on the fight between Whitebeard and Rogers pirates. Like I would watch. I would you, you probably could. I would love it. Yeah. 
Oh, but his, man, I, I was, you know, when you go into a story knowing this is going to end very poorly, I tend to check out on, on those kinds of things just because yeah. it's difficult for me to, to get into it. But he did such a good job of making Odin such a likable, fun guy to be around that I was genuinely, like, v- emotional when we yeah. finally got to the thing where he died. Odin's, pl- I mean, Oda, I always confuse, Oda, Odin, Oda, Odin. Um, <laughs> Oda's thing is he set up Odin for so long as like this great man and everybody loved him and all that stuff. And so it, when it, when the time came for him to show his flashback, he f- had to convey to us, the fans, like, okay, I have to show you why he was so great. So it's going to take me a while to really convey that. That's why this flashback was so long as it was. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think he did a phenomenal job with it. I really do like Odin. And by the end of it, Oda really wanted us to... No, you are going to feel sorry for this guy for what happens to him. And yeah, we do. Absolutely. The the thing that that Oda does really well is he is very willing to put his characters into unfair situations and just screw them over from time to time. And that's what happens with Odin. And that's such a good way to build... uh, uh, sympathy with the audience because we just naturally when we see an unfair situation we're like no that's not that's not how it's supposed to be don't do this you can't just yeah. shoot him after he lived the full hour what's wrong with you yeah yeah and it's just like it, it's it's like that even odin was resigned to that he's like no matter what i do i'm still gonna die at the end of the day but you know live on my scabbards oh, you know man. that right. <laughs> he did a really good job also of conveying how horrifying that that death is with the like guy oh god yeah like, nearby the oil and he bursts oh that i feel so bad for that dumbass i mean like he's a (laughs) dumbass but can you imagine like it's like all right my job is to throw odin in the oil i'm just not gonna screw this up i'm not gonna screw this up oh (laughs) (laughs) oh now i'm dead (laughs) just to prove how bad this is yep 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 oh but that is that is brutal especially that one panel where it's like okay we've we've had a bunch of time pass panels how long has it been it's been three minutes three whole minutes and Odin's oh. like, you know, his feet are on the bottom of it getting scalded oh. on the, on the pot and, and Orochi keeps increasing the temperature and it's just like, what's his skin made of? And I'm like, better question. What are his balls made of? Because oh. they're in there too. I'm like, <laughs> they're fried meatballs at this point. That's all they are. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh but, but it was, it was, it was a great chapter. I love, I love the flashback. I do too. Like it, there's, it, uh, there's, there's no one piece this week as I'm, as we're recording this because, uh, Oda was sick, but, um, yeah, I hope yeah. he, I hope he gets, gets well very soon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I really do need it to get back just so we can get back to, to Luffy and everyone. Cause it's been like yep. what, three months at this point. Uh, oh, the flashback. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, wow. yeah, it was the flashback. We were in the middle of the flashback, like the last chapter before the, oh, sh- it might be closer to four months because wow. the last chapter of 2019 was, uh, that was like 967, like right after Roger had died. And this, this, this whole You're thing right. started in nine, 960 is when it started. So that was easily November, maybe even October. I don't even remember. Speaking but, of yeah. flashbacks that we need, I really hope that when we finally get to Roger's full backstory, we get like a, a, a year of Roger. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I it, it probably won't be. Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want to find out. Or they can make it a prequel series to One Piece after One Piece ends. I'd watch that. I, like, would, okay, I would kill for that. That would be amazing. Here, here's the thing, because uh, people always ask me, like, because I reviewed Bleach and then Bleach ended. And then everyone's like, what are you going to do when One Piece ends? And I'm like. Okay, One Piece won't end. I mean, like, even if the <laughs> when the manga is over, it makes too much money. Like, yeah. I'm sure Oda has talked to the animation department. The anime has so many good opportunities for continuing this story in really good ways or showing us other characters. Mm-hmm. They, they I, I really hope they don't screw that up. You know what I, I mean? Do. I'm, I, 
fully. I, I have watched a little bit of Boruto, so yes, I know exactly what you mean. I, I, I don't, I don't want them to do that. I really don't want them to be like, okay, here's a news story with Luffy's son, and he's gonna try to become king of the pirates. Like, no, no, you have so many other stories you can tell. Tell the story of Roger and Rayleigh traveling the Grand Line. Do that. Oh, I was gonna say Kobe becoming a Marine. You could do that. You that know, like. Yeah, because yeah. it does feel like Kobe is out there having his like simultaneous yeah, he is. adventure with. with he Luffy. is, yeah. That would be I would really love good. stuff like that. I, yeah, I, but I really would love to see Roger and Garp fighting the Rocks Pirates. I think that would be mm. an amazing mm-hmm. story. Uh, I mean, if we ever if we ever get a Roger backstory, they're gonna have to include that God Valley incident, and that alone would take like a few weeks to just show that. So. For sure, there's yeah. there's a lot of things like that. I I like I really want to know like what the history with Joy Boy is now that we're finally getting some some teased hints about him, maybe. Yeah, I don't know how they're gonna how they're gonna handle that. That makes me think like, okay, normally how Oda handles flashbacks is like inside, like in the Wano arc, we have the Odin flashback, and it's like ten chapters. That makes me think like at some point Oda Oda's just gonna be like, okay, no, this isn't gonna be a flashback in an arc. Like the entire arc is going to be a flashback. Like that's gonna be like you know thirty chapters of nothing but this flashback. That's you know? sort of what I think for like if there's anywhere to do that, I think it's the it's the story with Roger. I think that would be the place to that play. that or just like they get to Raft Laftel and. And Robin's like, yep, the void century is all written down here. Allow me to tell you what it says. And then that's all. Yeah, that'd be cool. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, going back about to world Sam, building that you're into. Go, I'm just like, oh, God, tell me about the void century, please. Tell me, tell me, Robin, please. <laughs> going back to that, though, that's a connects back to Stampedu. Um, what, how did you feel about like the, the treasure, like what it actually turned out to be the, the eternal post at laugh tale. It felt a lot like my, one of my like top five favorite moments in all of one piece, especially the way yeah. it ends, which is the moment where they're in the bar with, uh, Rayleigh and Luffy's like, no, if you tell me one word about what's going on on raft tale, I will stop being a pirate right now. That was, that was a great moment. And I love that. Like when he's got like, he's got Lucci on one side, he's got crocodile on another, yep. and he's got like smoker there. And he's just like, no, screw this. Bam. I don't want this. This is a boring adventure. I'm going to have a fun one. Yeah. And you have like, okay, like I'm sure like Smoker would probably be happy because it's like, okay, well, at least he doesn't have it anymore. But Lucci works for the world government. And his like whole thing is to like, oh, yeah, the Tender Yubito would definitely want to find Laugh Tale. And Crocodile, he wanted to be King of the Pirates, too. And Luffy just shatters it. It's like, (gasps) you're such a but that's that's a very like as soon as um, because so. I found out this was going to happen long before I went to go see the movie. I um I I, I do you follow Library of O'Hara at all? I, I uh, do. I, I don't follow yes. it as much as I want to, but yeah, like yeah. I, I love that guy. Like his Yeah, his I'm a, I'm a patron. Amazing. Oh, it's great. I'm a patron of his and I follow his chapter discussions every week and it's great. Um but anyway, yeah. So I read his he cuz he actually went to Japan to see the premiere in August when it first came out before oh, it was out so in the states. I, I want to go to Japan so bad. But anyway, yeah, I, I, that's like I have to as a weeaboo, I must make a pilgrimage to Akihabara at least once in my lifetime. But um, <laughs> I understand. But anyway, yes, me too. <laughs> yes. So anyway, um, yeah, he, I, I read his spoilers of it, you know, months like a few days after the movie like came out, and I got to that point where Laugh Tale was like the the eternal pose, and I'm like, <gasps> so first I was surprised that it's actually spelled like it's pronounced Laugh Tale, and I'm like, okay, yeah, but you know what? That makes sense given Oda's like 
his style of like humor yeah. and stuff. And like, he would call it that like a tale of laughter. And I'm like, I get it. All right. And, um, as soon as I read that part in the spoilers, like, okay, this is going to get destroyed by the end of the movie somehow. Cause oh, they yeah, obviously, sure. yeah, yeah. And as they, the way it happens is perfect. It is. Cause it, if you have something like that, you really don't want to just like, let it be accidental because then it feels like, Oh, okay. This whole movie just didn't really matter. Cause of course it was going to get destroyed in some dumb accident yeah. way. Like Usopp and, tripping and, and breaking it, but having Luffy and, um, break it instead is, is his character choice. And it, it really yes. helps establish things. And it worked um, for those people that were really cra- like, wait, like, you know, like, whoa, I can't believe they're revealing information about Laugh Tale in a movie of all things. Um, you know, I think this was like part of the tie in because Oda did the flashback where it was name dropped as Laugh Tale anyway, only a couple of months after the movie came out. Right. So it's like, OK, well, they already saw Stampede. They already know it's called Laugh Tale. I might as well just bring it into the manga full circle. I mean, really, the, the, the really nice thing about that name in particular and, and changing it to well, not really changing that, but like revealing revealing that is that it doesn't actually answer any questions. It only raises no. more. And so that's yeah, sort of yeah. the kind of thing that you do want to reveal. Even, like yeah. Even the scene in the manga where Odin's like, he found laugh tale and all he did was laugh. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's going to keep us guessing for the next couple hundred chapters until this story is over. So there you go. For sure. Like that is a, that is a fascinating turn that really makes you just go, okay, what is, is is what is going on at this? Because you know, like everyone has always been like, what is the One Piece? Especially because Oda's been so like adamant that no, it's not friendship. It's not like the joy of having the trip out there. There's an actual if, thing that is the actual One Piece. Yeah, if you want, uh, if you want that end message, uh, go watch the first One Piece movie. Have you ever seen the first one? <laughs> we we talked about that in the in the last. Podcast. Yeah, yeah, that one was yeah <laughs> yeah. And it was yeah, really bad. It, it was bad. I mean, it was the first movie, so you got to give them a little bit of leeway for that. Oh, sure. But yeah, if, if, for those of you out there that haven't seen it, if you want that message of like, friendship is the real treasure, herkity um, go and go and watch the first One Piece movie because that is the message of it. Yes, they're they're looking for a great treasure and that's that's the end. Yeah. And if you want to see Luffy and the crew go up against a Cthulhu style, like horrifying nightmare. Creature, oh, yeah. Yeah. Then go yeah. watch, what is it, movie seven? <laughs> uh, no, the seven is the mechanical one with Robin and Nami's boobs bouncing all over the place. I think it's the sixth one, the sixth one with the freaky art style and that flower. Yeah. That, I, I, that's the, yeah, it's the sixth one. That's such a <laughs> weird, weird movie. Oh, it is so disturbing near the end. Especially like after coming off the first five, because the first five are just like, they're, they're a lot like the Dragon Ball Z movies. And then it's like, okay, this is just sort of a bland, like a long episode of. of yeah. All right. Okay. I kind of get what this is going yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, what they, is they, happening they... in six? Oh my god! Yeah, six I love because they just tried something different out. I mean, the first three are really short, and they're just basically like extended OVAs, mm-hmm. and they're just kind of like a feel-good message. Four is okay. Four and five and onward, those are the ones that finally started getting an actual theatrical run, right? Like an hour, like an hour and a half sort of length. And the fourth movie was okay, but the sixth movie is just a mind screw. And <laughs> it um, really is. yeah, <laughs> it is. And then. Movie seven is the mechanical one. Eight and nine are like they recap certain arcs like the Alabasta arc and then the um, Drum Island arc. Mm-hmm. And then from that point onward, movie 10, Strong World, they do these big, huge budget um, 
you know, like the One Piece movies as they exist right now, with like right. a lot of money thrown at them and these like larger than life villains like Shiki or Z or Zed or um the thing and that then, I, uh, b- bullets, yeah. Yeah, the the thing that I still think that that Strong World did better than than any series or any other movie so far is Yeah, cuz that, that's your favorite, right? It definitely yeah, is. You, like, yeah, I, yes. I love all of them, but I love that one in particular partly because Gear 4th isn't a thing yet and so Gear 2nd gets the like win towards the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. like it. I like that a lot better, so that that does give it a couple extra points for me. But the the main reason is that like Zoro and Sanji both get really solid fights throughout it. it every they character do. gets their their good chance to shine in it. And yes. I feel like that's Plus, Shiki, Shiki's so much fun, too. He yeah. really is, yeah. I hope that he he gets mentioned, because I like that he was, he was like, you know, wasn't he, like, recently, like, vaguely yes, mentioned? Yes, yes. Yeah. He was, uh, yeah, he was mentioned as one of Rox's crew, and I'm so glad they remembered him, because, like, like that's what I wished, like, Bullet would have been more like, because Shiki is a villain done really well yeah. in a One Piece movie. Absolutely phenomenal. Um... And yeah, they mentioned him. Uh, I was worried that Oda was going to be a, doing a thing where he's like, okay, Strong World's coming out. This was back in like 2010. I think it's already been like 10 years ago since it came out, which God, is crazy. Wait, that is insane. Um, I know, right? I think it was around there. But anyway, I, I was worried it was going to be like, okay, Strong World's coming out. So I really got to talk about Shiki and push Shiki. And then after the movie ends, like, oh, the hype kind of dies down. Nobody's going to care about Shiki. I'm not going to mention him in the manga anymore because the hype's set and gone. But no, he brings him back in. He just mentioned him. So he's, we're probably going to see Shiki again in the yeah. manga in a flashback. Yeah, I, I would really like that because it, it, it kind of just makes the world feel more complete that way. Yeah, because there's stronger pirates than just... It's more than just Whitebeard and uh, Roger. Like, that's there's always more been than the, just... Yeah. The, yeah, that's been the great thing about One Piece throughout, is that it always feels like there there could be literally anything just around the corner. Like, you feel, okay, these these uh, Shichibukai, they're super awesome and terrifying, but there's also the Admirals. Oh, but guess what? There's also the Yonkai, and they are all terrifying. And it's just always yeah, yeah, yeah. something new and more that fits in the world. It doesn't feel like, like he's just like, okay, uh, I need a new arc, so here's some bad guys that come out of nowhere. It's, no, um, this is all stuff I've been mentioning for like, you know, 300 chapters. So, you know, it's out I, there. I, I love that. It's all co it all happens kind of at once too. Like for like, like fairy tale, for example, um, every arc, they have to deal with like a new opponent, but it's like, okay, after we defeat these guys, they're gone. And then we move on to the next <laughs> opponent. And then the Except next for the opponent. one that I'm going to bring along for, to be my new best friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Of course. So like one piece though, is like, no, you have the warlords, the Yonko, the, um, uh, oh, the Marines, of course, uh, CP9 or the CPH is zero. You have all of these guys, and they're still around somewhere in the world. It's like they don't just go away. Right. You know? And that is sort of one thing that I, I wish that the movies could do better, because I think the movies could be a chance for characters like that <coughs> to have moments to shine where they don't have space to in the manga. Like, you yeah. have you have Sabo and Luchi showing up in uh, film Z, and I was, or not Z, uh, film uh, Gold. Gold, gold yeah. that's gold, yeah. And, and I was really, really looking for forward to them getting like a solid actual fight yeah that would have been amazing and instead it's just like okay we're gonna punch each other once and you get to see nothing else it's like i feel like i feel like they're afraid sometimes to not like show the straw hats for too long it's like when they do a movie if the straw hats aren't on scene for a few minutes it's like we have to cut back to them immediately like no there's enough interesting characters in this story where you can have a full-on luchi and sabo fight and we'll be completely invested in it you know what i mean for sure i think that would specifically work with them but like bringing it back specifically to stampede there's that moment where we have a clash between sanji and luchi and then we also have a clash between zoro and uh uh uh, crocodile and i think that would be really really fun uh yeah the only yeah yeah you know what i mean she's 16 he's 21 that's a little bit eh. but (laughs) 
That is a little bit, but you know, like I'm I'm willing to be like, okay, give it another two year time skip, and then she's 18, yeah, yeah, just uh, just another two year time skip, yeah. Um, I I don't know. I would like to see pudding again in the story. I would like to see her pop up, even if it's just going to be like her and Katakuri helping out the Straw Hats or something. That'd be cool. Katakuri um, definitely has to show back up. Like I really need that. And then yeah. I, like pudding at least has to like put those memories back in Sanji at some point. Like that can be like the yeah, because cool it's final like moment. Sanji finally kisses the girl. Mm. and he gets it immediately removed from his memory. I'm like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, for a guy who does, who says, like, I'm not good at romance, like, he really invested me in their relationship successfully, so... Yeah. I, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was okay. I mean, smoothie... I'm not smoothie. I mean, well, smoothie, I mean, <laughs> hey. But, uh... I didn't realize something that you mentioned in a video that you made pretty recently was that, like, he yeah. had intended for her to be a bigger part of things, and I'm... Yeah, cr really I made that in Cracker's that. video. Yeah, in the SBSs, whenever Oda talks about smoothie, he's always like, yeah, I didn't get to use her all that often. She's really strong. It's just one... She went along with the group to Wano, so we might get to see her fight against, like, somebody cool there. I don't know. We'll that would be fine. I would be I would be good with that. That's that's the other thing that that Oda really does well is get mix all these crazy groups where you're like, okay, this could genuinely go either Big Mom and Kaido fight each other, and that's like how Luffy is able yeah. to win the day at the end is that he fights weakened versions of those two, or maybe they just team up. You know, who knows? <laughs> that actually, um, that that is a video I'm planning on making soon. I don't know, I might do it tomorrow. Is that everybody's worried everyone's waiting to see like okay the beast pirates fighting the straw hats and the samurai but you have to remember the big mom crew is there too so that actually gives you an idea like okay because like zoro and frankie and brooke i know brooke was at totland but like zoro frankie and nami i mean robin were not in totland so you know you could have Pero sparrow or smoothie fight against like zoro or frankie and oh, that, yeah. that'd be like a really interesting because we didn't get to see that you know yeah, that'd be that kind of cool be really good i'd like that a lot that would be awesome I, yeah. I always wonder if, like, at the end, there's going to be, like, a race between Luffy and uh, uh, Shanks' crew to, to get yeah. to, to the One Piece, and, like, they're going to have a final battle between those ones. I think that would be an interesting choice to do. Like, I, I've heard a theory. End. I've heard a theory about that, that it's going to be, like, a Davy backfight between the two crews, and I'm like, well, you know what? Foxy, I hated, but if a Davy back was done in a different scenario, sure, why not? Man, if that meant that we got, like, a little bit where, like, Ben Beckman uh, or, um, yeah. like, I, I forget his name, but the, the fat guy that's always eating. Um, Lucky Roo. Yeah, if like we had a little bit with of time with them on the crew, and like you just switch them out for like a couple characters that don't get as much time as maybe they deserve, like but you know weren't going to anyway. So, like that would be really interesting. I'd like that a lot. That'd be really cool. I would. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, but to bring it back to Stampede once again, uh, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I really wish that we had gotten like a full fight between um Zoro and Crocodile and Sanji and Luchi because I feel like after the time skip there's enough space yeah. between that and the original arcs where they were in where I genuinely don't know how either of those fights would go. I could see Yeah, it like going I could imagine way. I could imagine Luffy, I mean Zoro fighting Crocodile and actually managing to de beat him with hockey and stuff. Like that's not completely off the table there. Exactly, yeah. You know? Um even without it, you know, he could he could just stab himself and then use that to to win. How hardcore would that be? Yeah, he just stabs himself with the blood and then just stabs Crocodile and like boom. Oh, that would be that would be really cool. But I'd also love to see um Sanji go up against Lushi because it could kind of be like yes. a upgrade of him going up against uh, the wolf guy from from the Yeah, Jabra. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That would be such a fun fight. And I feel like Sanji it's been a very long time since Sanji got a real good long fight. I feel like he needs one. He does, yeah. Um but yeah, like I I think that that's sort of the the biggest failing of of 
uh, Stampede in a lot of ways is that there are so many characters that get like little tiny cameos, but it's just not quite enough to really sell it, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah, they did that with Film Gold a lot too, where there's like, re- the, the biggest cameo that had me like, what the hell in Film Gold is that they're walking through the casino and Heracles and the guy that trained Usopp is just in the background. <laughs> and I'm really? like, he is. And I'm like, are you going to have him talk to Usopp? Cause they trained together for two years. Is that going to be a thing? You're going to, Nope. They never mention it. I'm like, okay, but Oh yeah. I'm glad I remembered Usopp. Cause Usopp's moment with Luffy in this movie oh, it's is so heart wrenching. Let me, let me guess. And it's beautiful. I, let me see yeah. if I can guess it. I'm my initial thought is the moment when the, like the, 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 the like pillar falls on him and Usopp yes. catches it and gets it off him. Yes. But I think that you might be going for instead the moment where it's just after he's been healed and like Luffy is, is awake now and Usopp can just be crying about like, Hey, I wasn't strong enough. I just was a complete nuisance to you. Like that was the moment that really hit me. Both of them are, both of them are powerful. I remember the pillar one is the thing that sticks in my mind immediately. Yeah. But considering all the like, it. yeah, I'm glad they decided like, oh, OK, we're going to focus a big chunk of the movie on Luffy and Usopp's relationship. I'm down with that. Let's go with that. Because, you know, like Luffy has relationships with all of the Straw Hats, but like that Usopp thing is special because of the whole battle they had and that whole, you know, th- that's like a more palpable thing that we remember as a fan base. Oh, yeah. Um, so they, they touched upon that and decided to focus on that. And I'm fine with that because like, yeah, it hasn't really been. You know, their friendship in that level hasn't been addressed um, in a while. Yeah, and yeah, it's, like, it's honestly, still there. Yeah. I just wish that the whole movie was like on that level of like giving you cool interactions like that that you wouldn't expect. Because like it's I'm super gonna, fun to, to see like a crazy I'm, fight and all that. But I'm gonna throw this out there as a possibility, okay? All right. And I, I said this I said this as a joke once. The the example I, I can't remember what video it was in, it was years ago. But um like a movie where the Straw Hats just go to an amusement park and just spend two hours hanging out with each other, like different combinations of Straw Hats just chilling out at an amusement park. Oh. And I'm like, you know what? I would love to watch that, <laughs> you know? I would too, honestly. Like, you could really make that where just, like, there's no real fights that go on. You could just yeah. have them. Because it's been so long since it felt like you had it's the time so and space long. to just let that them is... have those interactions. It's one like i i don't want to say it's a failing because i really do love the story even without this but it's something that i still feel really gets missed out on that oda doesn't show them just hanging out on the sunny interacting as a crew that much yeah you know i mean as much as i love every character that was introduced you know like say like post reverse mountain when it was a still a fairly small tight crew uh yeah as much as i love them all it does kind of feel like because there's so many of them there's just not space enough for all of them in the story which is really sad like, even if, like, I thought maybe you could do it in a similar way where at the end of every arc, you could have a two chapters where, or even maybe just a chapter where the Straw Hats are just, no, they're just hanging out, and then that's it. And then yeah. we move on to the next story. Yeah. I, I feel like Oda's probably at a point where he's like, no, I really just got to push on to the end. It does feel that like <laughs> yeah. that a lot of the time these days. His... Did you know he originally planned on ending this in five years? Yes. The like the the entire story. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I kept finding things to add, so we're just going to keep doing that. And it really does feel like that's what it is. Because th- there's there's certain um, manga where, like, so I, I, I heard recently about some stuff that, like, like Kubo was forced to, like, well, not I say forced. His editors asked him to extend certain parts and, you know, kind of like that kind of thing. And with that, it does kind of feel like it's like a almost unnatural, like, okay, I could, I could add some yeah. more stuff in here. 
but the thing with that that I think makes One Piece different is that it doesn't ever, to me, feel like it is it is a matter of uh, Oda not wanting to spend more time here or to, not getting enough time. Like, or if anything, it's not getting enough time. Yeah. In places. Yeah, it's like Oda. He just doesn't want to rush anything, and if he has to rush it, you know, it's 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 certain scenes he has to. But it's like, look, I I don't want to just gloss over this fight or I don't want to gloss over this arc. I just want to focus on this, so I'm gonna draw it as long as I have. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure because because he's Oda and he has like the best selling manga of all time. I'm sure his editors are going to give him a lot of leeway with that. Right. Um, c- can you imagine being Oda's new editor? Like, o- okay, uh, you're his editor. <laughs> you're his editor. Now you have to tell him and give him advice and be like, uh, me give him advice. I'm, I'm sure he's figured out how this works. <laughs> but, you know. All right. Let's see. Which one of us has created a manga that's lasted for 20 years and become a worldwide phenomenon? Is it you or is it me? Yeah. All right. We're going to go with my decision. Editor. Yeah, I can't even imagine that. Like the editor looking at the drafts and being like, maybe you can maybe make this flashback a little shorter or, or not. Or, or maybe you can't. I don't know. Whatever you want. You, <laughs> you, know? would, you would just need to find an editor that just has like bronze plated balls just to walk in. Yeah. Like, Oda, look, this is what you need to do. And this is why you need to do it. It's like, listen, uh, this flashback's great, but it needs to end in the next two chapters. And it'll be like, Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> I do wonder like He seems would... like he he seems like a very likable guy. I don't think he would really jump down your throat about a lot of stuff. You know? Oh yeah, no. He I I can't imagine that he's like super uh, you know, mean about stuff. Maybe he is. Oh no. Know. But like he um well, actually here's the thing. Um so he was on vacation recently. I think at the end of the year of like cuz they go on that break. There's like a 2-3 yeah. week break of chapters. So he went on vacation and um apparently he met a fan and he was apparently really nice to the fan. He took pictures with the fan. He signed some autographs of him. They took a picture and they it was on the Reddit but they took it down because it's like, "Hey, Oda doesn't really want pictures of himself out there on the internet you know Mm -hmm. and so this one guy took a picture and like uploaded it without censoring his face um so you know but that's so cool to run into oda on vacation and just be like you're oda and he's so cool that he'll actually take a picture with you and give you an autograph and stuff because it's like you think like oh my god dude listen I'm I'm tired. I work like I sleep like six hours a night. I just wanna I just wanna enjoy this vacation with my family. And you could totally get him if he were to say that. But no, he's a chill guy. Yeah. Yeah. He he like that. That is really that's really heartwarming to me genuinely because like I I I often feel really really bad for manga writers just because I know that that oh, schedule God. is punishing. Just insanely. It's so. It's so rough. Like, it, it helps. Oda, we saw a thing, like an interview with the inside of his house a couple months ago. I don't know if you saw it. Um, Oda's house is like a freaking wonderland, by the way. He has a giant mounted shark's head above his toilet. Oh, that makes um, me so happy. He has a miniature train set that, like, it's like the neighborhood of make-believe from, like, Mr. Rogers. Like, the train that just runs the whole length of his house, <laughs> you know? Um, it's amazing. It's hilarious, and he has oh he has a bar. He no not like a bar like a like a little mountain bar. Like he has an actual bar like in his house. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> I, but no, I'm, I'm so glad that he his house is what you would think his house would be for reading one. Piece. His house though is also his studio. He works from his house because you okay. figure at some point he'd be like. I'm just going to install, I have enough money for it. I'm just going to install the office in my house so I can just do all that stuff here. Right. And so um, he has like three assistants that help write. They, they draw the backgrounds. So Oda doesn't draw the backgrounds, but everything else he does. And it's in, he draws the characters and the dialogue, everything else. And it's crazy, you know. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> just, it's just like, you know, I, I can't imagine having that schedule for, for 20 years. 
because you know yeah. even even having only written one book like it is it is really difficult for me to like squeeze out uh 500 words consistently a day like that's my goal right now is to is to mm-hmm. do that much and it, it there's days where that is really really difficult just because it's difficult to create like that's and that's outside of like anything that happens like if my kid is sick or if i'm sick like mm-hmm. anything like that and so to draw that much that consistently and to do it as well as he has and to do the story as well as he has for that long is just it's mind-boggling to me i am I'm it, it's crazy by like i i understand whenever he because he's not in the public very often he doesn't do interviews quite you know very often or anything and whenever he does his face is always obscured mm-hmm. i imagine oda probably takes the the mindset of it was like okay i need to stay like in my a game but i can't get because he can't get burned out from doing this he has to keep doing it right because he'll let down da- he'll let down like literally millions of people if he doesn't <laughs> and I mean, so like, he's just like invested, you know what if, if you've invested that much time like you clearly like he clearly loves this story genuinely oh he loves the story genuinely but it's like, I'm just going to write the story, but I'm going to like, I need time to myself too. I would imagine he needs some of that as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah just to, just to, you have to, do, to, to create a story, you just kind of have to live at times, you know, just so you have yeah. fuel for, for that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh man. But I mean, this is going to, like after One Piece is over, Oda's set. He doesn't need to do anything else after it's over. <laughs> you know, it's just like, all right. Yeah, he could easily I, stop I'll... today and just be like, nah. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> well, no, okay. If he stopped today, he would have to move to a bunker in the Arctic because so many people would be out for his blood if he decided to just <laughs> stop right now. That's true. You know? Find him. <laughs> yeah. Man, golly. But no, after he's done and he finishes the manga, he can put down his pen and he could be like, all right, I'm 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 done. I've done my magnum opus. That's it. You know? Oh, man. Yeah. Like, I... I, I... I, I just hope he's like he's one of those people that I just hope he's happy. That's all I really want for him. I he hope is, he is too, man. He's, he's made he's hey, increased so much of my life's worth, and like, in, like I really just love me story too. So much. Like I have a career because of this man. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, like I started I started with Bleach. I have to thank Kubo as well. But after Bleach ended for like a good like the remaining chunk of 2016 after Bleach ended, I'm like, okay, I try to talk about My Hero Academia in the same style, but it just didn't work. Mm -hmm. And it was one piece that really took my channel from like, you know, I I, the the reason I have like 475,000 subscribers is because of one piece pretty much. And like Bleach gave me like the first 80, like a good head start. But one piece is the big chunk of that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, all right, I got to thank Oda for giving me this great story. You know, like it and just like i think that goes back to the world building thing cuz that is a, a big part of what at least i really enjoy about your channel is all of the the nuance that you get to expand on that he he is planted yes. in this story which you wouldn't expect someone to be able to do in the space of what like 20 pages a month or a week like you wouldn't think that you could get that much extra detail into all this world on top of all the character and story and fighting and all oh that. i definitely i definitely can i'm like <laughs> 40 45 minute video about an island we've only been to once damn straight <laughs> <laughs> right right but like like that is that is so unusual within manga in my experience like like black clover oh, to yeah. me or not black clover cuz i haven't actually read black clover but like fairy tale wasn't like giving you that kind of dense world building that you could oh god no um, every day for for years make videos on that y- kind of thing yeah god no fairy tale um it was actually kind of disappointing cuz here's the thing hiro mashima is a great artist and he's a great mangaka mm-hmm. um he when he started fairy tale he like shortly after that he did draw there is a world map of the fairy tale world it does exist huh. um but he drew it and then he basically said like yeah we're not probably going to go anywhere here very much though 
Like we're I'm not a, I'm not really gonna take the manga outside of the um of Fiore, the the main country of the of the land though. Um, the only time the last arc of Fairy Tale takes place, there's another country called Alvarez. They go there very briefly and then immediately come back, and the rest of the arc does take place in the country we've been in. Fairy Tale hundred, <laughs> but Fairy Tale hundred year quest at least does go to a different continent altogether. I'm like, okay, all right, at least that's a thing, you know. <laughs> it's sort of like how, but just to, uh... but just to draw a whole map of your world and be like, yeah, we're not gonna do these things at all. Right. Yeah. Like I, 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 I see. This is the thing that like, that is so against my instincts as a writer because if I put something in my in my book, like I'm gonna use that thing. Like, oh, there's a lot of silly yeah. stuff that I do as well. But like, question but... about your book. Uh -huh. Um, is it a fantasy book? It is. All right, you there? Hi. Ah, there you go. Yeah, are. I'm back. Okay. <laughs> so I I ask you whether or not your book has a map, and you immediately end the call. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Someone don't know geography is everything, apparently. I actually, okay, so uh, I'll, I'll jump in this so I can edit this really easily back in. Um, yeah. Actually, yeah, like I, I don't, my book doesn't have a map in it yet. And the, but the reason for that is not that my, my world doesn't have a map because I actually do have a, uh, a map that I've kind of created, but I am a yes. shitty, shitty, shitty artist, like the, just the <laughs> worst. And so um, I've got all these things that like sound really cool. Like the Shattered Sea is this, is this whole like series of islands in this one chunk of the world. But like right. when you look at it on the map, it's like, oh, okay, that's what those weird squiggly dots are on, on there. So what I'm really, yeah. I really want to do is get someone who is like, you know, who creates maps and like illustrates those and, and get them to, to illustrate a, a full on map for me. Um, fair, fair point. Um, yeah, I, I love maps. Uh, I just finished reading. Uh, Do you ever read Patrick Rothfuss's uh, King Killer Chronicles? Oh my God. Yes. It's so good. I, I love it. I love there's a the map in that one. Obviously like, well, Tolkien's the one that started it because he basically kickstarted modern fantasy for with, sure. you know, Lord of the Rings and stuff. But yeah, I, I, every good fantasy novel I've ever read, like I was in the, book at like the library in high school i'd be like does it have a oh it has a damn good map yep <laughs> this is this is worth my time yep the, yep the ones that i'm always impressed with uh were always the ones where like they would have that big expansive map and then you would go to those places and they would be as cool as they looked like on the map uh wheel of time i have a lot of issues with the wheel of time series in general but i love that's what i'm going those. to start i'm going to start i haven't decided if i'm going to start the wheel of time after harry potter or if i'm going to jump into uh because i i've never read tolkien all i've never read I've read The Fellowship when I was in high school. I haven't read the other ones, but I'm debating whether to do that or Wheel of Time. They're both – they both have their – some big strengths. I would say that Tolkien has more strengths than he has faults, but it depends on what you really want from a story because yeah. Tolkien was, was doing a thing that, you know, no one has, at least in my opinion, successfully – uh, recreated since he did that in that he was writing an actual piece of fiction within his world that fits within this larger history that was like oh god yeah adapted he... and created in this in this process that a historical document would do yeah he went so crazy with it where he basically created a whole language and the silmarillion and like so much extra well, stuff to it here's the crazy thing so tolkien just was uh, he adored languages in general. I actually saw oh, classes yeah. on him. And so the the entire reason that Lord of the Rings actually exists, at least a part of it, is that to, to create a, a language, a part of what you need is a history to go along with that language because you need yeah. the historical elements that influence how the language would develop and like what other languages it interacted with. And so yeah. the main reason we have the actual interesting thing, which, which is Lord of the Rings, is that Tolkien needed this other thing to, <laughs> to facilitate his desire to create fantasy languages. <laughs> 
Yeah, because that's how that's how language is developed in our world. It's like two different countries coming together, or like wars or conquered each other, and then it melds together a couple centuries later. You have a completely different kind of language. Exactly. Um. Yeah. So that that's hilarious. That that's kind of how he did it. But I could totally see him doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like I I love him, but he his stuff can be a bit. Uh. It, it feels dated by now, and that makes sense. It was written in the forties. Yeah. But there's a lot of things yeah. in there that feel pretty like okay. This we can we can move along from this, right? And no, we're gonna be. Sticking yeah. In this this part wheel, and it's and it's also a weird story in that the structure is very odd. But I don't want to ruin too much for you. Yeah, um, I mean, I remember, I I don't remember too much about Fellowship. I remember liking it when I read it, uh, you know, year probably close to over ten years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, someday I'll I'll, I'll get back to that. I'll, I haven't decided yet. I also have the whole Game of Thrones series, but I don't know if I'll get to read that after. Uh, that is, yeah. I like to buy I like to buy books, but I don't have I haven't read that many of them <laughs> in my room. I'm looking around. Oh, trust me, yeah. I have an addiction to that as well. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, like the those are all solid series that you'll. I think you'll definitely get something out of reading all of them, whether or not you decide to to like go with any particular one. Um, I I yeah, would have absolutely. recommendations if you asked for them, but I I will well, not force you. them on you. <laughs> That's fine. It's fine. But yeah. Um. But yeah. So you have you're getting a map. That's all that matters. Yes. There <laughs> there is definitely a a set map in my head. A part of it is that there's still kind of some things around the edges that I'm kind of deciding. Do I want to do this with it or do I want to do that with it? But there, yeah. there is definitely a very set map, very set areas that I'm like, okay, I know the book that we're going to do in this area. I know the thing that we're going to do over here. Like, there's, it's, it exists, but it doesn't exist okay. in a physical form yet, and it makes me sad sometimes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we've been, we've been going for a good long while now. Um, this, is, yeah. this is probably a good, good place to call it. Uh, let's, let's do is this that, Is that fun? Okay, cool. So in, in terms of, of One Piece movies, how would you – let's actually just do the, the like big theatrical ones, like starting with Strong World. How would Strong, you – Starting with Strong World. Um, how would you rank okay. the, those movies in in terms of like which one was the best, which one do you think is the worst? And you know, maybe it's not like one that you think is bad, but like where would you put it in order if you had to? Yeah, uh, going back, you know, I I had to rewatch. Um, I did a Shiki video not too long ago. I had to rewatch Strong World for that, and I'm like, I'm really digging Strong World. Mm. Uh, it might be between that and Film Z as my absolute favorites. Um, in the modern age, and then I would probably go Stampede, and then I would go Gold. But that's not to say, that's not to say Gold is like, I hated it, but if I had to compare those, those four, there I would do that, yeah. I I think I would say, say the same, because I think that Gold has a lot of the flaws of these without quite having, has a lot of the flaws of the other ones without quite managing to really build its strengths, because like, it's, it's kind of got some of the cool stuff of Strong World of, like, uh, a lot of the characters get decent fights in it, but they're not quite as impactful, I think, and it also doesn't quite have the overwhelming villain that, that uh, um, Stampede has, and it's just yeah. not as, as unique as Z is, because I think that's the big strength of Z, is it feels very unique within these Very stories. much so, yeah. That's what I also love about, the, well, the, the main thing is because the villains in Shiki, I mean, the villains in Strong World who is Shiki and then Z who is you know, Z, they are, I think, the most, you know, drawn out villains to me. I really like them. Yeah, especially and, Z. Uh, like, he feels like a yeah, real... Yeah, 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 he is. He could have I mean, a like, cool arc on his, on his table. Oh, God, totally, he could. Now, um, Stampede is there, I think, because not so much because of the villain, just because the grand scope of that movie and everything they pushed into it. But I do like Tesoro as a villain. It's just that I think the scope and the size of Stampede kind of outweighs gold, in my opinion, there, if I had to compare them to two of them. Mm, yeah, for sure. Know. Like I, I, I think I, I agree with your, your listing. 
Yeah. Thank you. This has been uh, been a real real fun time, Matt. Thanks for for doing this again with me. No problem. Anytime. I love talking to you. It's cool. <laughs> it's been it's been a good one. I, yeah. I love talking to you too. It's yeah. it's a weird experience though because I I watch a lot of your videos and so I'm so used to hearing your voice and like having a running like commentary going on in my head. But now I'm actually having you <laughs> respond, which is a, a weird, somewhat surreal thing. <laughs> It's it's fun. I'll be honest with you. I don't film any of my videos. That's my that's my twin brother. I keep him locked in a closet. You know it's, that um, explains you know, a lot of yeah. the weirder behavior. Yeah. To be honest, <laughs> like talking yeah. to that brick like that is just a strange, strange. Yeah, thing. no, that's 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 his thing. I don't know why he's doing that. You know, because <laughs> you keep him locked in a closet. <laughs> <laughs> it's his only friend. Oh, so but sad. I don't I, I don't keep I don't keep Barry in the closet. He's locked outside. So, you know, that's <laughs> well, he'd help him escape if he did. Yes, exactly. Of course, yeah. Right, oh man. man, this has been a blast. Right. Thanks again. Thanks for yeah, yeah. Thanks for it. Anytime. I'm gonna go ahead and hit stop. Thanks again to Teching for taking the time to talk with me on the show. You can find more of him on YouTube. I'll leave a link to his channel down in the show notes. And until next time, we're opinionated. Thanks for listening. Question about your book. Um, is it a fantasy book? Okay, does it have a map at the beginning? And he immediately cuts off when I ask him that question. Oh, that's rough. Every fantasy book needs a map. I keep telling people that's what makes the fantasy book. All right, I'm, I'm going to sit here and just wait. <laughs> <laughs> if you're hearing this in the editing room, map. It's always the me. I'm the map. 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 To, that would have been great. Yeah, for sure. Give me one second. My my wife sure. is calling me. So let me go ahead. I might have to lose the call for a second, but just that stay is fine. And all that. So I shall. Do 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 do. If you're listening to this. I am currently looking at Facebook. I am reading a comic book about a competitive gamer. It's not that funny. How far away is it? How far away is it? I went to a Penguins game last week. Penguins lost. I locked my keys in the car. It was a shitty Saturday. They're not doing too well. Do 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 do.